American Timelines is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. So now I'm obsessed with time. Come on, tell me about the time. Had it all in my head tonight. Had the time of my life. When the words all come down, like blues on Tuesdays come down. Throw it all away. Nice. Now we're ready. We're already rolling. Welcome to okay. another episode of American Timelines. American Timelines. I'm Steve, and that's Joe. Uh, no, I'm Gruff. Wait, no, and that's I'm loud. Steve, and that's Joe. Oh yeah, Thank I'm loud. He's gruff, and we we're just yeah. we're, we're we're crossing our shows. We're like that's uh, right. We're yeah. like a crossover show right now. Yeah, it's a crossover. Yeah. We have a YouTube channel. We have two episodes out called yeah. the, the Gruff and you, Loud. Saying show. we just makes me feel so involved, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's the Gruff and Loud show. Uh, it's um, it's on YouTube. It's on the History for Jerks channel uh, right now. Um, I might turn it to its own thing. We've got two episodes. We're just screwing around. We're just playing with things, well, yeah, no, just it's, bullshitting it's, back it's, and forth. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of humorous fluff, yeah, but, I'd like to think. But luckily, Gruff is here now filling in for Amy, my beautiful wife who's overwhelmed with school right now. She's got a new class, uh, little kids. She's like building lesson plans from scratch so she's just like i ain't got time to research true crime brah so i was like that's cool yeah. uh so i'll find somebody who <laughs> also hates true crime uh, i do have well, a hates a strong word i mean yeah. I, mean, I will say there's a love of crime i yeah. do i do i grew up watching border she wrote and perry mason and all the good old foundation shows mm-hmm I have a couple people who have offered to also fill in from time to time. Some like true crime, dude. like Tiffany Bryant Jackson, TBJ from Nerd School. Dude, well, yesterday was saying she's well. She, her whole thing is she and her sister are thinking of starting a true crime podcast, and they have a cool idea. Ooh. They want to call it like Six Degrees of of True Crime, and talk about true oh. crime stories that they are connected to within six people. Oh, wow, like, yeah, no, like they know a... somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that murdered somebody. That that is something relatable. That yeah. is wonderful. And I like that yeah. idea. So I kind of said to her, what if you practice by you two guest hosting Dude. a couple American Timelines episodes? And I could maybe even just they do everything and I just sit back and listen or whatever. I don't know. Well, but, I mean, so, yeah. like, no, I was just going to say you could like, I don't know. I don't like you could start with your year in the past and then they can start with their connection. Yeah. And then you're meeting in the middle. Yeah, or they can just do a no. few that don't have the connection thing, oh, just just yeah. just while we're doing you know practicing, and yeah, then they no, get used a, to that's it. A much better yeah, just idea. practicing microphones and things like that. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, in right. the meantime, like while Gruff is available, we'll use Gruff, and uh, some people have complimented they like our rapport. My uh, my mom particularly was like, oh, you guys are so no, you no, guys have yeah, such good no, rapport together. It's funny. I have the benefit. Your mom likes me. Yeah, she does. You know, that's. She does. She is a fan, and I appreciate that. I've always been a fan of her. We did get our second uh, negative review. Like we've on Ooh. on iTunes, we had all fives and one one for a long time. Like one person just hated okay. us and told us that. Uh, and it was almost like it has to be a friend of mine because we almost got that one before 
it was even on. I, was like it was hard. Quick. Like nobody would have right. known to look for it. So it had to be somebody I know just saying, "Joe, you suck. This sucks. You guys suck." So I think somebody I know didn't want to tell well, me that, that it sucks. That's a good way to look at it. it. Yeah. Uh, so all this time I've been like, ah, oh, our, our rating was like four point nine because we had one one rating. Ooh. I thought, well, it just doesn't count. It's just somebody doesn't like me and somebody I pissed off. So, oh. but now we've got our second. I think it's. I think they gave us a two. Uh, so maybe they, Whoa. yeah. So I think maybe that's just a person, and I'm not blaming you. It just came. No, no, I, I would, I would, I don't mind carrying that weight. I'll say that too is a one for each of us. Yeah, maybe to, that's like, it. We're both ones. Yeah, I don't know. Like if if you don't if you don't you know if you just want to you know if you want to share the weight, I'm I'm we're, it's a one for each of us. But well, there was no I'll take the blame for dropping that curve. You know, there was that's no fine. review with it. Um. You know what well, I, mean? I mean? What can you really say? The guy who knows the word nice, you yeah. know, he can say the word nice a lot of a lot of different ways. Yeah, nice. Yeah, he did say nice. But but before we talk, but rather than talk more about this stuff, let's get into July of 1953 is where we're at. This one will be a little less true crimey, I think. Like you have a, it's yeah, it's, no, it's crime. It, it's, there's crime, it's, and it's it's, it's not know, very rapey. Honestly, I hope. No, I mean. There's there's accusations. Okay. And but that's in the that's like in the postscript. Okay. And when I say accusations, I should say a fucking conviction. And I'm I'm unfortunately, you know, I go, yeah, yeah. But then again, I have a skewed vision of uh certain sects of Mormon Mormonism. You know? <laughs> okay, so that's a, before we get into too too much. We'll wait till we get to that part in the timeline. We're in July, yeah, yeah, yeah. and before we jump all the way into July of 1953, I have a 1953 thing that doesn't really have a month to it that I just happened to find. And I was before we got out of this year, I don't want to forget to talk about this. Um, oh, cool! And this is uh, Peeps. 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 There's the, a, the marshmallow. The treat? marshmallow treat. There's a lot of things uh, you don't uh, know about Peeps. No, there's a lot of things I don't know about Peeps. One of the things I never remember about Peeps is that I only need two. <laughs> that's it, just two Peeps. That's all you two need to satisfy your sweet tooth? Well, I mean, that's all I need to satisfy the pain. They're like, oh, I need to eat enough sugar to get to the pain for whatever reason. That's like <laughs> that's like that step too far. I just need two. Yeah. One is like, oh, that's right. These aren't as bad as I remembered. But then it's two. It's like, oh nope. There's the eventual pain of eating a bag full. Yeah, what a stop. You know. Yeah. Um, but go on about your peeps. Yeah. What I was going to say. About my personal. No, yeah. no, that's good. Uh, there. I was just going to say. Did you know that when they when peeps, uh, were acquired by Just Born, this is the company that that uh, that they Creepy. they bought Rada Company Candy Company of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Nice. Uh, and, and when they and that's who made Just Born, uh, or Rada made Peeps, and Just Born acquired them. And when they made them, Peeps used to take a really, really long time to make. Uh, uh -huh. The uh, it was a very laborious process to make these iconic marshmallow chicks. The three dimensional marshmallow shapes were piped by hand with pastry oh. bags, dusted with colored sugar, and allowed to dry for an extended period before the whole Holy shit. Before the whole process was mechanized, it used to take a whopping 27 hours to produce a single peep. Yeah, dude. Today it like, takes just six minutes. From start to begin. Wow. From start to finish. And, and they used to have that's their wings. Their wings used to stick out. 
instead of being well, yeah. oh, that, I mean, if you're if you're pipe if you're piping some marshmallow fluff, yeah, yeah baby. you can fucking do some amazing things with that shit. Dude, that's fucking I have a I have more respect for the food peeps now. Thank you. So 1953 never, is when they bought they bought the peeps. Oh, just just born bottom. I stand by just born being a creepy name. Yeah. For yeah, any good. sort of manufacturer. Anything. Like, yeah, it's a little weird. Any, yeah, no, any just born think about it, just born.com. Yeah. Just born. Like, no, I, like just out born. of context word choice. Just That's weird. Baby. I mean, I think it's cute and sweet and especially in the nineteen fifties quite way that oh the che- the peeps are just born. They were just born. They just started. They were just one of those peeps. Those peeps, those are just born peeps. You know, it worked. It's like homemade brand pies. Did you know that there's is that a pie homemade? It is. There's a two day festival that takes place every year in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, uh, oh. on New Year's Eve. Uh, it's like a peep, oh. peep fest. And the heaviest peep that they have there on New Year's Eve is they drop, they, instead of dropping a ball for New Year's, they drop a, a peep. A peep? Except they where is this they Bethlehem? Dr- Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. It's it's oh. it's a nine inch tall peep and it weighs four hundred pounds, and it descends at five thirty p.m. Inch tall, a nine inch nine tall? inch tall, four oh wait, four feet. Pounds. I'm sorry, four feet nine inches tall. Four feet nine. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot four more. I was like, how's nine inches tall? Yeah, I didn't like the density of, yeah. of marshmallow fluff. Uh, yeah, like imagine how it'd be like the white dwarf of peeps. It man. would, yeah, it would destroy somebody. You could use it as a bullet. Yeah. No, it's yeah, like four it would, feet nine. Four feet nine. So that, I don't. that makes a that makes more sense. That's a fair size peep. Yeah, that's but, a lot of but four hundred pounds. Of, yeah, no, well, I mean, that fluff ain't gonna hold. That's gotta be solid. Hell yeah. Like that's yeah, think of think of think of a hard peep. Let me ask you this. Would, yeah, you, like, would you how much air what? Would you bang that, no. would you bang that peep? I that would be sticky. I guess <laughs> if there's enough money involved, I don't <laughs> I don't see a problem with fucking food. Everybody's I mean, got a price. It, it did launch Jason Biggs' career, you know. Wait, he banged That's, a peep? No, he banged a pie. Oh, like the whole pie. his yeah, character right. in American That's Pie. Right. So, and that then it became a joke in Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back. How many people just refer to him as Pie Fucker? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta believe there's at least that 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 corn kernel of truth and that pile of shit of entertainment that is, well, our. Our entertainment. Well, moving on, we got a birthday in oh, July of 1993. Ready? Ready for a birthday? Just one. Hit it. Amy, Amy hates birthdays. Amy hates birthdays. July 10th, 1953, William William Albert Haynes the third was born. You know who that is? Billy Albert Haynes. William Albert Haynes, a retired American professional wrestler. Oh, oh, oh uh, Billy Jack Haynes. Billy Jack Haynes, correctly, correct, uh, correct, correct. Thank you, dude. The Billy Albert. Yeah, Albert threw you off. Do you remember Billy Jack Haynes? I do. I remember Billy Jack Haynes enough to remember his name. But yeah. I, I really, he just looks like a, in my head, he's a 
barrel of a white dude with dark messy hair and a beard yeah bearded cowboy guy really very cut guy i remember him being okay that's the thing i i cut billy as far as wrestling i think of billy gunn billy gunn yeah no he was this guy's more he was bigger than billy gunn a lot bigger like he was big okay and i remember billy jack haynes but i don't remember i remember wearing like yellow and green i don't remember him having much of a personality but I kind of no. fell into a rabbit hole on this guy. He started wrestling in 1982 at the age of 28. He trained in Stu Hart's Dungeon uh, nice. Pro Wrestling School, and he briefly wrestled in Hart's Stampede Wrestling under his given name, nice. forming a tag team with Bruce Hart. Uh, Bruce Hart? I didn't even know another. There was, I mean, there's I knew there were so yeah, many one, Hart's, one but I didn't Hart. know there was a Bruce Hart. Yeah, in, in, back in Stampede. There's more yeah. Hart's than I could ever know, really. Yeah. Uh, Go on. And you know he was. A, I remember him being a babyface in WWE, WWF. Um, mm-hmm. a, a quick thing: he on March sixteenth, twenty thirteen, he was hospitalized because he was suffering oh, from an aortic aneurysm and liver and oh, kidney damn. issues. He was part of some of the CTE stuff like when they sued WWE, some of the old wrestlers. Okay, and, and he was part of that. Um, but the biggest thing I found on him on the internet right now, I just was Googling around, and I like to watch those shoot interviews of old wrestlers. And Oh, dude, so do I, man. There's a lot of videos of Billy Jack Haynes looking really? like he's he's got white hair now, and he's an old man mm-hmm. with, uh, like, bangs. Like, he's got bangs and long hair. <laughs> like, he looks ridiculous. But there's some crazy shit. Uh, on oh. February 2018... There's an article from a definitely not a reputable source at all, but I'm going to quote it anyway. It's from uh, I don't know if you've seen the Independent News International, uh, a website oh, somewhere. No. It's I'm pretty I sure it's like a right wing like conspiracy theory site. So none of this is true, I'm sure. But regardless, this is out there on the internet, and I found an article from February 21st, 2018. If you can even call it an article, it's like set up like an article, but it doesn't have like a person's name attached to it, and it's all just yeah. rumor and conjecture. But what it says on that website, again, none of this is true, I'm sure. It's all oh, some it, shitty fake website, independent news international. It could be kayfabe, for all we know. Yeah, this website just looks like right-wing propaganda. Basically, it's like QAnon or whatever, probably. Sorry. Yeah. So the, uh, what it says on here is former pro wrestler turned drug enforcer Billy Jack Haynes Whoa. has come forward in 2018 with a shocking claim. Bill Clinton was once involved in the murder of two young men in Arkansas on August 23rd, 1987. That's not all. According to local station KATV, Haynes has even hinted he has video evidence to prove his claim. So in the small town of Mena, Arkansas, Mena, M-E-N-A, uh, he woke up to find, oh, the, the town woke up on the news to find two men, Don Henry and Kevin Ives, had been hit by a train. The dubious circumstances surrounding their tragic deaths is no, now known as the boys on the tracks. And so conspiracy theorists have insisted for years that Bill Clinton was involved. And they're not alone because the Wall Street Journal reported in 96, according to this website, that Linda Ives also believes her son Kevin was murdered and that state, local, and federal authorities conspired to cover it up. She also firmly believes that Bill Clinton was involved in Kevin's death. And so the conspiracy theory says that while out hunting for deer, the two men stumbled across a drug stop, a drug drop being overseen by local police. The two were allegedly stripped of their hunting rifle by local authorities and killed. 
Kevin by blunt force trauma and Don by stabbing. Uh, and Billy Jack Haynes came forward and publicly claimed he was present when the two were killed. He said that while touring with WWE, WWF at the time, in the 80s, he would earn extra money as a hired enforcer for powerful cocaine dealers to feed his drug addiction. Uh, he claimed that he was there when the two men stumbled across an illegal cocaine deal involving high-ranking Arkansas officials, as we all know Bill Clinton was an Arkansas official at that time. Uh, he, in the 80s, he included an unnamed politician drug dealer that had ordered murders in the past. The alleged cocaine deal, the video says, was directly ordered by this criminal politician and was connected to the Iran-Contra scandal. Uh, during the initial investigation... What? No, I almost choked oh, on okay. my water yeah. because the time period, everything was fucking connected to that. Yeah, at, at, at that time, ladies. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I've been like, I'm, I'm used to this because these are the stories that my grandma raised me on. Yes, right. Yeah, these like, like my grandma was God's whatever. You know, she was a proud racist. It was a rough time. Oh yeah. Glad to say, only one in that side of the family they refer to it as Leona's Bologna. But please go on. <laughs> Well, during the initial investigation, local authorities initially said the two men smoked pot and passed out on the tracks before being struck by the train. In 1998, however, a grand jury ruled in the family's favor that the boys had likely been murdered before being placed on the train tracks. Uh, Now, Haynes claims he was there as a masked masked enforcer, and he's come forward with wild accusations. He even hinted at Little Rock's WKARN radio station that he has secret video evidence of the boys being struck by the train as proof of his involvement. Well, good. As long as he gets people like walking away from the tracks after laying the bodies on there. What do you think of the eighties? He had we would have had had a camcorder, like a big show. Yeah, a huge, like I will allow him to have a camcorder. I won't allow him to have secret footage. Like if he has a camcorder there, yeah. they are record. Like someone is like this is recorded on purpose because you couldn't hide that shit. Right. I don't give a fuck how much money you got. You know, and how did they know that motherfucker was beaten and or and stabbed if they put him on the tracks? We know what happens to bodies on the tracks. Yeah. They kind of blow up. <laughs> That's right. Or they're neatly carved. You know? It's a it, it's it's a blunt cutting mechanism. Well that just like rolls over a body uh, or completely hits a body like that. Like what? What do you think happens if a cow catcher picks up a corpse? You know, yeah, flings it. You seem to have a lot of experience with bodies getting run over by trains. I'm just saying, we grew up near trains, man. Yeah, <laughs> I live. I, I live near trains. Not I live near one set of tracks, and it happens less. But there used to be at least two bodies a year of a drunk kid passing out. Well, critics say that Haynes has a history of making far-fetched claims involving murders, and Haynes himself admits to have CTE and frequent headaches from his years in professional wrestling and drug abuse. Um, so I'm really surprised that a wrestler is full of shit, and he's really good at getting people to believe his shit, considering wrestling is a carnival-based business. Yeah, it's kind of a carny. Yeah. They're kind of traveling carnies is what they were, yeah. The, that's Yeah, that's what they were. That's what they still are. That's the problem. Well, the whole reason but I right even... Now it's getting better with the next generation of wrestlers actually building a structure within the company to kind of like, hey, 
look out for us. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the only reason I even looked up this whole thing anyway is on the his Wikipedia page it said that there were rumors that he was involved in a murder. And so when I looked it up, I don't think this was what they were even talking about. But maybe it is. I don't know. That's fucking amazing. I, I, Jesus, if there's something else. Well, I mean, given this dude says, hey, I uh, I did this shit a lot. But then again, I'm an ex-drug addict with some head problems. So Yeah, but back uh, to 1953, Billy Jack Haynes was born before any of that yep. all happened. And Billy Jack Oh, you can't see it. I I know what he looks like now and i was actually i was i was right i was i remembered him but i put him i like blended him and steve lombardi yeah he does like, look yes they're kind of the same steve lombardi's more yeah, like, i'm just guy. happy that i knew it wasn't dr death steve williams yes yeah not him but those guys are all kind of in the same vein and hercules hernandez yeah. and yeah um, hercules hernandez was the one that stood out and iron mike sharp was the guy that stood out on the other end yeah you know but they're all variations on that, I guess, white dude. Have you ever heard of the 80s and 90s pop band called the Cockroaches? I have not. I want to say that I have, but I have not. Yeah, I have. Not off the top of my head. I haven't either. I was just going to, I wondered if they were popular. The reason I ask is on July 21st, 1953, Jeffrey Wayne Fat was born. Who's an Australian? Hey. As an Australian musician and actor, he was a member of the children's group The Wiggles. Uh, and before that, he was in a pop band called The Cockroaches. And The Wiggles, I remember my kids liked that when they were little. Dude, that um, makes me The Wiggles. That makes me happy to know that motherfucker got to play, keep playing music. Yeah, and so when I listen to The Cockroaches, I think, oh, was this an awesome band? They just didn't make it, so they start making kids music. And to me, it just sounded just like The Wiggles. So I don't know. Really? That's he was probably weird. making that in that pop band and realized this all sucks. This is like children. Somebody probably said this is like kids' music, and then they made the Wiggles, and boom, they made it big. Huh. Well, I mean, Wiggles is a if if he was doing then what I think the Aquabats did now. Aquabats. I've recently just come across Aquabats, Aquabats. are dope, yo. I reached Aquabats out to them. I'm trying to book them for my comedy festival next year, but they um, are. They are, I, I think, a wonderful progression of they might be giants, and Devo. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they, they're they, they are a beautiful thing. You're a beautiful thing. And speaking you're of a beautiful spe- thing, you're a beautiful thing. And speaking of your beauty, it's time for you to tell us uh, oh, about some government Ju- overreach. Yeah, because I'm already to July. I'm up to July 26th, uh, oh, wow. 1953. Uh, and yes, that, that brings us to your thing uh, that you're going to tell us about something the, that happened. Your true crime mm, story for us. The true crime story. But see, here's the thing. I mean, excuse me. Oh, bless you. Yes. Bless you, you delicate I flower. It. I appreciate it. I am Are you drunk flower. right now? Are you hammered? I wish. No, no, I wish I was, though. Oh. It would probably make it a lot more sense. Well, you could mainline one fifty one like Molly Crew. No, no, I, I, I. The last time, the first time, no. I remember doing a shot of one fifty one with Brett Burns. Brett Burns, he's Brett our childhood Burns. friend, second grade. That we were both yeah. his lackeys, and only That's became the friends only and he moved away. Why we can I bring that up? All right, take us away with so, your true crime story. Tell us all about it. What's your timeline? What's happening here? 
All right, what, what was happening is referred to as the Short Creek Raid. The Short Creek Raid, July 26, 1953. This was a raid of some sort. What happened? It was. It was. It was, well, just before dawn on July 26, 1953. Wait, July 26, 1953, the same day that Operation Neptune was on NBC? A live uh, Operation Neptune, a live science yeah, okay. it was a live science fiction program aimed at kids. Commander Bill Hollister, oh. aided by his protege Dink Saunders, was ordered to determine why a large number of ships were sinking. Hollister finds that the source of the trouble is the evil Kebeda and his henchman Mercenus. That was on TV. It's that same day. Nice, yeah, no. Well, I mean, later that day, I imagine that was on at least in the late afternoon. That was in the evening, and it's and it starred Todd Griffin, Richard Holland, and Harold Conklin. Your your okay, three well, favorite actors. Those guys, when they were just trying to get to sleep, knowing that their their show was going on the air nationwide. Yeah. So when they were probably maybe just get up because it was around it was just before dawn it was around 6 30 to 6 oh in the morning so it was before it was yeah. on okay it was before it was on yeah this is like july 26 was a pretty big day and not just because of operation neptune which oh, i yeah because of other things that you're about to tell us some, yeah some other stuff happened the arizona national guard acting uh with the authority of the Arizona Department of Public Safety under the direct orders of the governor at the time, they entered the community of Short Creek. Okay. Due, due to the heads up of the heads up given to this community, they were all gathered around the schoolhouse. Okay. Now, all the adults were inside. They were singing hymns. Okay. And the children... We're outside playing. So you're in the Arizona National Guard. The public, the governor has okayed the public safety, the Department of Public Safety, the, the, the activation of you. You're an 18 to early 20-year-old dude. Yeah. You're being called to a small town, pre-dawn, yeah. uh, unincorporated land. Unincorporated yeah. land. Well, and, I mean, it, and it's it, a schoolhouse it where the adults basics. are... The adults are inside and the children are outside? It's, it, it's a schoolhouse where the adults are inside and all the children are just playing. They're just playing Teenagers outside. playing volleyball, just playing outside. And the kids are, I mean, the adults are singing because it's like a religious, it's a hymn. They're singing hymns. They're singing hymns. They, they are singing hymns. I don't know what hymns go with uh, approaching physical persecution, <laughs> but that's what they're doing. So okay. the... Uh, National Guard walks in. I sh- I'm going to retract the unincorporated okay. at that time because it's never specifically said in the Wikipedia articles that I've read. Okay. Because that's that's my source. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, right. Okay. That's it's fine. an agreed, like in a world where we have to, you know, check what truth we agree on, I think Wikipedia is fine. <laughs> anyway, the. Number of children outside? Take a guess. Uh, 12. 263. Oh, 263 children outside. That was way off. 263 children. Now, these are children, I'm assuming, from the age of 17 down. Okay. Yeah, because because technically that is what a child is. Exactly. By law. 
By law, a 17 is, and under 17 is a down. child. Counts as a kid. You cannot Which be 41 is, and be a child. You could act nope, like a child. Be, yeah. No, as... You could be a 41-year-old fucking like man-boy child that some chick wants I, to leave because all you're doing is playing your stupid goddamn miniatures and you're playing a role-playing game all day long. Whoa, whoa, Sorry. Whoa, I don't, have, I, don't have, I don't have enough miniatures to play role-playing games all day long. Okay. You know? Yeah, that wasn't yeah. A, that wasn't an attack on you. It was just... Well, no, I, I, I don't... I I'm don't not a child, Charlene. Sorry, I was just mad at Charlene. No, I really think Charlene should stop yelling at you. Yeah. You pay the bills, man. Yeah, Charlene. She has no, she has no reason to... You You let her stay at your house. <laughs> I don't know why she yells at you for your fucking hobbies. Fucking Charlene. Anywho. Anywho, back, so to, the, kids, back to this... Yeah. Right outside the church where the adults... And, and this is a Mormon church? Was, or is that a surprise? This is a Mormon fundamentalist church. A Mormon These fundamentalist. These are Mormons that the church... In the main branch, said, "No, you're good. You can, you know, go out. You know, because Mormons go out and they reestablish themselves in other places. Okay, these were, you know, uh, the state of polygamy in Utah was, I think, generally not talked about. But you know, just keep it to yourself. Yeah, because most white people from before the fifties just say, just keep it to yourself." Yeah, about yeah. everything. Especially if there's money involved. If you're giving them money, they're like, all right, cool. And taxes and whatnot. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. That, this was the, it might be easier to think I'm drunk given my behavior. Because I'm <laughs> no, standing. I'm, no, I'm getting it is earlier in the day than my usual, like, night times. Yeah. So, fun fact. At the end of this, some of the parents didn't get their kids back. Oh. Oh, yeah, well, that'll be a little hang on. We're, we're going to power through this. Okay, we're powering through. What happened next? Yeah. Anyway, well, the government of the governor of Arizona, John Howard Pyle, referred Pyle. There are some wonderful word choices, but referred to the event as a quote, momentous police action against insurrection, oh. end quote, mm-hmm. and described the fundamentalist Mormons as perpetrating the quote, foulest conspiracy you could possibly imagine, end quote, with the intent to create, quote, white slaves, oh. end quote. Wow. Yeah. Like, that was, that sounds cherry-picked, but just because I didn't want to give them, I didn't want to give them too many, like, I picked the choicest words of why I was like, yeah, fuck Mormons. Oh, whoa, yeah. dude. <laughs> Pull this back a little bit. Okay. I was, I'm not a guy that's often on the side of you know, National Guard trolling through a fucking neighborhood pre-dawn to round up 200-plus <laughs> children. Yeah, right. You know, and adults, because that was just the child number. The the reason, I like, chi- children as my, manual labor within the community, that was my only So that's what, of that race. might, yeah, they're creating like slaves? Not, like the, yeah, like how he got from... Yeah fucking polygamous because yeah. the oh the, like that's the charge oh yeah and polygamy is illegal oh yeah you know it polygamy, was just like the, the, the slave child creating, and not child yeah. slavery just white slavery is what white slaves yeah, yeah not 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 your kids working on the farm yeah but calling them white slaves it's like what did yeah whoa yeah. Huh? well i mean it comes down to the whole at the time we we're still de- we are still allowing uh one definition of family yeah yeah. You know, so fun fact, 
Jack P. Jack Howie P. Because I know I know I can make fun of his name. Jack. I mean, not just what's his name. Uh, Jack Howard Pyle. Jack Howard Pyle. Jack Howie P. That's why he said Howie P. Jack Howard Pyle. Yeah, Howie P. Jack yeah. rolls more, but fuck him. Yeah. Invited more <laughs> than a hundred reporters to bear witness on the secular light, the secular righteous rounding up of almost all of the approximately four hundred kids. Whoa. Or 400 community members. Oh, yeah, because he added the adults, and then we get to 400. You're at 260. Yeah. So he invited the press here to make a big spectacle of this whole thing. Yeah, because he's like, look what I'm doing. I'm cleaning up our state from these white slavers. Wow. Uh, And this is 1953, so it's still like civil rights hasn't happened yet. It's still July 6th. July 26th. July 26th. Yeah, July 26th, 1953. This is still that day. Yep. And the fallout did not go his way. Uh-oh. The, the assembled press and seems any press that gets wind of the tale do not see what the government sees. And the story grows and spreads across the nation. Whoa. Even getting, yeah, even getting t- coverage and time and Newsweek. So all the journalists and the people watching it were on the side of the the. Mormon like, fundamentalists. The, the Mormons. Like, like, the, like, hey, why are you treating yeah. these people like that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. One, wow. uh, one new, newspaper editorialized by what stretch of the imagination, this is a direct quote, so, yeah. by what stretch of the imagination could the actions of the state of the Short Creek children be classified as insurrection? Were those teenagers playing volleyball in a schoolyard inspiring rebellion? Insurrection? Well, if so, an insurrection with diapers and volleyballs. <laughs> an insurrection with diapers and volleyballs. Yep. I like that. Yep. That like I mean, this is the the last time that the public, much less the actual uh main church of Latter day Saints back. Because the church, the church was like, "Whoa, dude, that's persecution!" You know, you're, you know, they, they like it, it wasn't until the '90s that we, that our government actually started persecuting people and prosecuting people. We've always persecuted people for polygamy, right? But we didn't start prosecuting people for polygamy until the '90s. Like okay. every course, of, yeah. everything of polygamy was just kind of like, "Well, we're gonna," and then they just let it stay. They just don't worry about it. Yeah. So. Like you said, don't ask, don't tell type of thing. Yeah. So, uh, fun fact: the same the same week this happened, the Korean War armistice agreement happened. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, specifically July twenty seventh, nineteen fifty three. Oh, because... you mean the same day that on George and Burns and Gracie Allen show. When Gracie learns that the Mortons are going on a road trip with another couple, she tries to coax George into going that same day. I, I don't believe why would that Gracie? She's always trying to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Keep I it up with the Mortons. That. Yep. Keep it up with the Mortons. Yep. Yeah. That's the well, same I mean, day. That was, I, I imagine that was probably amusing. Probably more amusing than. Uh, Learning that South Korea never agreed to the never agreed to the deal, but did sign a peace treaty with China in 1992. 
Specifically, really? August 24th, 1992. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, and South Korea then withdrew from that armistice agreement in 2011. Because they said North Korea violated it uh, 221 times. Really? Yeah. I was not aware of that. No, like that was, that, I wrote it in purple as to denote a, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, I changed You're learning an immersive view. Yeah, an immersive view. So does it, what does this Korean uh, armistice have to do? It's just a coincidence. It's oh, just, just coincidence. It, 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 no, I mean, it's coincidence, but there's a level of, in my head, like the this Mormon thing and this state overreach kind of took over the, you know, took over a lot of, not the actual headlines, yeah, but uh, a lot of the second section news. That probably would have needed more attention. Yeah, right. Because for a long time, people believed that that war was fought and over. Yeah, right. You know, and that war technically never ended because, yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't count as one of our own longest wars because it wasn't, we were not directly involved. We were just tangentially involved. Yeah. That's, that's one of the least understood wars, I think. Like, I never oh, really yeah, no. understood. No, like, I, my dad was in Korea, but I don't know if he was. I ever, I remember not knowing, like, were you in the war or were you just stationed there or what was your. I never really found out. Like, well, I mean, there, there was a lot of uh, a lot of vets that didn't bother talking about what happened, which led to a lot of, uh, I guess, what we would call it now, bottled up PTSD. I guess. So, all, all my dad would ever, always say is, all says you were almost Korean. So I think that's his way of bragging that he I, yeah, no. hooked up with people there or something. Well, maybe, you know, maybe it was like, maybe I just wanted to stay. You know, I, mean, I my exposure to my personal exposure to the Korean War was through stories my uncle told that I was always told never to believe because, well, my great uncle. Yeah. And they're always there. He seemed to be that uh, supply sergeant that could get you things. So there we go. We're both connected Which, to the Korean War, and that now what? So what? Back to the polygamist raid. Oh, no, that's the fun thing. Nothing really. Like there were all but six people. All but six adults were arrested. Yeah, I couldn't find a list of those six adults. Okay. Yeah, but then uh, yeah, uh, not quite all of the children were given back to the people. They were never really taken into custody. So the, the ones that were, the ones that weren't given back were just give, putting up for adoption or what? Well, I mean, they just kind of went into the state like the like like uh, the border kids from Trump years. Yeah, into the into the you know? system. Yeah. And did you? you know, I'm just wondering, cool. like, the did you do some extra research and locate any of those kids and uh, interview them? Uh, uh, actually, I tracked one down. They were very put upon. Really, because it wasn't. It wasn't them, not at all. But it wasn't them. <laughs> it was actually one of their parents uh-huh. that was very traumatized by it. You know? Uh-huh. No, not at all. I did not. I, it is terrible. It's a horrible thing. But, and uh, what else can I say about it? I thought than, you had something that happened in 92. Didn't you have a... Well, no, that was the, that was the pause on the... They did sign a peace treaty with China and... 1992. Oh, specifically oh, August 24th, 1992. Oh, North Korea did, or no, South no, Korea. No, South Korea. South Korea. Sorry. Signed a peace treaty 
treaty with China in 1992. Oh, you know, on that same day that they signed that, uh, yeah. uh, Nick was cleaning house and Vinny and Blossom want different things from their relationship. And, and Joey feared it was his fault. A girl he dumped got into an accident on Blossom, <laughs> which has nothing to do with the Korean armistice with also has really nothing to do with nothing this, to do, a polygamy, it was a, it was a Mormon polygamy raid. Make it into multiple <laughs> articles about this polygamous raid, which was just a weird coincidence. I'm this, like, why is there all these? This could be. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fuck my algorithm by looking up all these Mormon polygamists and you keep talking about the Korean armistice deal. I didn't learn it in school, so I'm, I don't want to learn about it. All right, fine. Yeah, between last week and this week, uh, the the algorithms are going to think you're some sort of weirdo. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's kind of why I, I wiped my laptop. Just, uh, <laughs> you had to wipe your whole laptop. I'm sorry. I American Timelines no, made you wipe your laptop. Well, it's not, it's not a bad thing. We should all clear our history. Well, Every I've got, now and again, you just clear the history, dump the cookies, and just, I don't I know, love chocolate remember chip your cookies. passwords. Well, let's, I do too. let's wrap Chips up ahoy, my, the most, probably, ahoy, my peeps. <laughs> let's wrap up possibly the weirdest episode of American Timelines ever with a couple birthdays. Uh, oh. July... Well, first, a little thing happened. Somebody cheated in the Tour de France. On July 26th, Tour de France, Louis-Jean Bobet of France wins his first yeah. three consecutive uh, tours, uh, tour general classification events, whatever that is. But uh, Jean Robic cheated in the Tour de France by adding a lead-filled water bottle at the summit of the a mountain <laughs> so he could descend faster. That's fucking great. According That's, to Wikipedia. Well, I mean, good for him. That's, you know, it's easier than fucking shooting up. Talked about the armistice uh, that's, yeah. that's being signed on July 27th. Uh, Greg Gomez Peed was born. You know who that is? He's an Australian comedian born in Cardiff, New South Wales, Australia, otherwise known as Yahoo Serious. What? Yep. Yahoo Serious. That I did not know that. that was, I'm glad to know he has an actual name. He has an actual name. Greg Gomez Peed. Peed. He attended Glendale Please. East Public School and Cardiff High School. Then he worked as a tire fitter to pay for his tuition at the National Art School in Sydney, but he was expelled. I don't know uh, if he was expelled. What, I mean, what were the colors of that? I didn't. What were I those didn't, I couldn't, okay. I didn't. I, no, I'm sorry. That was kind I of should a, have done that, that research. A, I'm a terrible no, person. No, no, that was, that was unnecessary. I apologize. I've, I've made more than enough sidetracks. Well, if we want some real to... good research, how about this? What I just found out about. The birthday on July 29th. Do you know what famous person was born July 29th, 1953? Amy hates birthdays. Amy hates birthdays. What, the 29th, 1953? Kurt Russell. Nope. Nope. That's wrong. That was Go a good on. guess. Canadian, uh, Canadian rock vocalist and bassist from Rush. Kenny Lee. Getty Lee. Wait, you had me a Canadian rock bassist. He was, yeah, so, he's, he's born in Toronto. Yeah. In the North. Remembers the Oasis to remember. He was born in the North York neighborhood of Willowdale, Toronto, uh, to, nice. to Morris Weinrib and Mary Manya Rubenstein. And wow. I don't know if, I don't know if you know about this, but uh, I don't. 
both of his parents were Jewish Holocaust survivors from, from Poland who had survived okay. they had for, survived the ghetto in Starachwis where they met followed by their imprisonments at Auschwitz and later at Dachau and Bergen Bergen Belsen concentration camps Damn. no idea I'm saying those right during the Holocaust no, and World War II I did not know that. Well, I they, I mean, I was so Getty Lee's parents, was... they were in their teens when they were initially Jewish. imprisoned at Auschwitz, and it was kind of surreal preteen shit, says Lee, describing how his father bribed guards to bring his mother's shoes. And after a period, wow. his mother was transferred to Bergen-Belsen and his father to Dachau when the war ended. Dachau? Dachau? I don't know. When the war ended four years later and the Allies liberated the camps, Morris set out in search of Manya and found her at a, a displaced persons camp, and they married there and eventually emigrated to Canada. They uh, chose wisely. Yeah. Well and, done. And so ru- without them surviving the Holocaust, Rush wouldn't exist. Like, that's crazy. No, no that's wonderful. Thank the gods. Whichever ones were looking out. Jesus. Getty Lee's father Fucking was a skilled, Christ. he was a skilled musician who died young, forcing Lee's mother to work to support three children, running the New Market Ontario Variety <sighs> Store that her husband had owned and managed. And uh, Getty uh, Lee felt that not having his parents at home during those years was probably a factor in him becoming a musician. It was a terrible blow yeah. that I lost him so young, but the course of my life changed because my mother couldn't control us. He said losing his father <laughs> at an early age uh, made him aware of how quickly life could disappear, which inspired him from then on to get the most out of life and music. And he turned to his basement. He turned his basement into a practice space for a band he formed with high school friends. Uh, and he, as the, the band started making money, he dropped out of high school to play rock and roll professionally. And his mother was devastated. Uh, and he said, all the shit I put her through, on the top of the fact that she just lost her husband, I felt like I had to make sure it was worth it. And that's why he made that's, he made it to be in a rush. Dude, that's wonderful. That's, 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 that goes to show if you do it for money or if you do it for, for ego, you're going to fuck it up. Yeah, but you if know? you're doing it to make your... Your mom, who survived the Holocaust, and her if father you just, died you, young. Yeah, if you have a bigger, like a grander thing, you're doing it for is how. Uh, that's how people can convince themselves of a lot of things, and that's very that's a very good story. Man. Yeah, and Getty Lee said that's, he. That's I wanted, wonderful. He was quoted to say, "I wanted yeah. to show her that I was a professional, that I was working hard, and I wasn't just a fucking lunatic." And so he made Rush. Today's Tom Sawyer goes, hi, are you? That's a great song. And then we'll end the month of July. One last thing. This Japan Pro Wrestling Alliance was established on July 30th. They had a big ceremony establishing that. And that's all we have time for of this weird and wild episode well, of American Well, thank you for Timelines. letting me play for a bit. Don't think I'll be offended when you say, seriously, dude. No, I gave you uh, I gave you a really stupid thing, which I didn't research at all or even look into. No, I thought no, maybe no, it would no, be. No, I mean, it's, no, don't worry about it. It's not fun. I'm sorry that I got, there was nothing really appears to have been done outside <laughs> of the splintering of the fundalist, fundamentalist Mormons, like they they <laughs> splintered into two different groups. One group went to Texas. The other group said we got to change the Short Creek name and founded Colorado City, Arizona. Oh, boom! Colorado. There you go. Something new you just learned. Colorado, Colorado City, Arizona. 
was for, was was the new established name. and founded by a bunch of Mormons to <laughs> kind of take away from the time the government tried to bust them up for you know polygamy and white slavery. I will say this: and, nobody could have covered that better than you. And well, make well, it more interesting. And my theory you is that feel like the best me ever. Well, I think uh, my theory is that you could make your voice and you being you could make anything entertaining. Well, so it's just because I have such a wide range with my <laughs> tangents. I think you next know, time, next time, I'm going to have you cover the history of the history of soup. <laughs> that I soup soup a tasty soup. You like soup. From, Anyway, thank you, Gruff, for being here. Thanks for being on this thank episode you, of American Timelines. Thanks for listening to my dumb birthday stuff and Getty Lee. Enjoy your, I enjoy your stupid shit as much as you enjoy my stupid shit, sir. Thank you Get out of here, Chuck Berry. We got Rush in here. Let Dale do and all that. Thank you. Truman Ego Trip is the greatest band of all time by their music.